Thank you for listening to the Servants of Christ Jesus podcast. Today's homily from Father Paul Koska comes from Palm Sunday. To support the Servants of Christ Jesus, please visit scjesus.org. This Passion Sunday, this Palm Sunday, the beginning of Holy Week, as I began to reflect upon this week and the triduum that is upcoming and everything, I wondered to myself, you know, how, how ought I respond to this week? And part of the challenge, honestly, is that I've done this before. Well, I haven't done this before. I think it's the first time where I'm actually the main celebrant for many of the Easter triduum, but I haven't actually done this before on a certain level, but I've been through the Trium before. I've been through Holy Week before. And so there's this question, how am I going to respond? Am I going to respond with a disposition of arrogance, with a sort of false religiosity, where I have the mindset of being an, I'm an expert, right, at, at this week. I've done this before. I know exactly what to do all the different responses, the unique things that happen during Holy Week. Maybe you're going to get your feet washed and you've done that before, so you even know what that's like. So all of this mindset is basically, I know what I'm doing, I've done this before, and I just have to kind of externally do these different actions, and that's a fulfillment of my Holy Week. I'll look good, or I'll perform well. However, I would propose to us that that disposition of heart is not the way that the Lord desires us to respond. I think that the invitation that the Lord has for us during this Holy Week and as we get close to the actual Triduum itself is to respond with humility. To respond with humility. Humility, the self-emptying of Jesus was present In Philippians chapter 2, which was our second reading, uh, in the prophet Isaiah, we hear about Jesus uh, allowing himself uh, to be uh, hit, to have his beard plucked, all these different things. This disrespect uh, Jesus willingly takes upon himself. Jesus, in his cross, humbles himself. And so as disciples of Jesus, we're invited to have that same humility of heart. And in the concreteness of Holy Week, what the humility looks like is experiencing, in a sense, Holy Week as though it's the first time you've ever done it. To experience Holy Week in such a way that you allow your heart to be moved by what is happening to the Lord. To allow yourself, to allow your heart to be moved with contrition for your sins, to allow your heart to be moved for pity for the Lord, uh, for the suffering that he is enduring, not just for the world out there, not just for the sake of the bad people somewhere else, but rather that Jesus is dying for you, that Jesus is coming to save you. And so in a sense, it's individual, it's personal, it's not just Jesus is dying for all the other people, but Jesus is dying for you. Jesus is saving you. And this is particularly true 
uh, for Jack who's getting baptized, right? Jesus this week is not just saving other people. Right? Jesus is saving you this week. And you're, you're going to receive Jesus for the first time. Father John pointed out that this is the last Sunday Mass that you're ever going to experience in your life where you don't get to receive communion. But after this, you get to receive communion for the rest of your days. And so this great gift that Jack is going to receive is also a gift that we are sharing in. This gift of the Lord's mercy, His presence, the fact that He is dying for us, the fact that He is suffering for us. And we're called to respond with a generosity of heart, a disposition of heart of Lord, even though I've been to the Easter Vigil before, Lord, even though I've been to a Good Friday service before, teach me how to love you more and allow me to be moved by you. Allow me to be moved by you in the depth of who I am, in the depth of my heart. Move me. And St. Ignatius of Loyola, who Jack is taking as his uh, saint, St. Ignatius has a meditation in the spiritual exercises in the first week. And at a particular moment during the exercises, he has the person imagine themselves before Jesus on the cross. And Ignatius asks the exorcitant, which is basically the person on retreat, the person making the exercises, the exorcitant, he asks the exorcitant to consider three questions. What have I done for Christ? What am I doing for Christ? And what ought I to do for him? And we can ask ourselves that same question. We can examine the past. What have I done for Jesus? How have I responded to the work of Jesus and Holy Week in the past? What am I doing for Jesus right now? How have I responded to Jesus in the proximate moments in the past few days during the Lenten season? Have I fulfilled the penance that I desired to do? Was I faithful to it or did I cheat? How have we responded to Jesus? How am I responding to Jesus? And then, especially as we enter into the rest of this holy week, what ought I to do for him? How ought I respond to the grace and mercy and humility of Jesus. Because Jesus is unique in the sense that he is both humble during this week and absolutely determined. Jesus is not humble because he's out of control and can't do anything else. Jesus is humbly determined. He's humbly determined to enter into Jerusalem in poverty and meekness. Jesus is humbly determined to enter into the suffering. Jesus is humbly determined not to manipulate the praise of the crowds on Palm Sunday as he enters into Jerusalem, but he humbly enters into Jerusalem accepting their praise but not manipulating them. Jesus does all of that he will do during this week with love and strength and determination. And so we're called to that same determination, that same love for the Lord. And determination sometimes is particularly important at the end. I was running, it happened that this weekend was uh, the PT test that, we had for the Navy, that I had for the Navy Reserves. And so 
This, yesterday we had a bunch of medical stuff and then today we actually had to do the PT test and I realized as I was getting ready to do the running part that I hadn't actually run the course before, right? So I didn't really have like a mental sense of like, hey, this is when I need to turn around or like how, and I don't have a good sense of like what a mile and a half is like when I'm running, I just kind of mindlessly run until unless there's like some actual thing, like at Wash Park, you know, if you go around the circle once, it's a certain distance. But this, I never run the particular course because the last semester we had to run it inside. And so I didn't really have a good sense of a halfway point until I literally saw the, the guy who was like the halfway marker in which we turned around. And then we ran back to the starting point. But at one point I realized you know, I, had, I didn't have a watch on because I don't wear a watch normally and I wasn't carrying a cell phone, so I didn't know what my time was at that point. I knew I was doing okay, I was, I was doing well, but I had no idea what time it was. And so once I saw the finish line, I started like running as fast as I could because I'm like, I only have this much left and so I know how much is left and so I can give it my all in this last, you know, few hundred yards or whatever it was. And, and, and I think this is true for us as well. Holy Week is not a time to like just relax after, you know, the majority of the Lenten season is over. Rather, like Jesus, we are called to be faithful and determined in the prayer, the penance, the sacrifice that we're doing for the Lord and to really be centered on him, uh, to learn to love him more. And so as we uh, continue with this Mass tonight, I invite you to consider those words that Ignatius uh, invites us to consider at the cross. What have I done for Jesus? What am I doing for Jesus right now? And what ought I do for Jesus, especially uh, during this Holy League? What is the Lord calling you to do? How is he calling you to enter in more deeply into the mystery of his passion, death, and resurrection?